0: Grow marketing culture and sketchy MLMs have given modern business a bad reputation. It feels harder than ever to succeed as an entrepreneur, even though we've got an abundance of info and tech right at our fingertips. If you feel frustrated running your business, stress over your sales goals, or are baffled by marketing strategies, you've come to the right place. You deserve to run a successful, sustainable business without spamming all of your friends or wasting time and money on marketing gimmicks. This is the Sell It Sister podcast, and you're going to learn how to make more money without complex systems or sleazy sales tactics. I'm Erica Tebbins, and I teach highly motivated, female and gender expansive entrepreneurs that selling doesn't have to suck. I've been running successful businesses and teaching others how to sell smarter, earn more, and create raving fans for over 15 years. And I'm excited to share what I've learned with you. If you want success without truly serving your clients, profits without any passion or the next get rich quick scheme, I'm not your gal. But if you're all in as an entrepreneur, want to make a difference with your work and are ready to run a business you're proud of, then get ready to sell it, sister. I know you want to grow your business because let's be real. Who doesn't? But the reality is, is that if you don't know your business persona and you don't fully know the stage of business growth that you're in, you might accidentally waste a lot of time, money, and energy focusing on the wrong things in order to get your business from where it is to where you want to be. And if you know anything about me, you know I am obsessed with the show Parks and Rec, which is why I created a really fun and free quiz to help you figure out your Parks and Rec biz persona, which will help show you exactly what you should focus on for your next steps of business growth. So to take the quiz, you can head right on over to bit.ly forward slash biz growth quiz, to find out your Parks and Rec biz persona, and then get custom advice from me based on that with what you should focus on next for your success. Welcome back to the Sell It Sister podcast. Today, I want to talk uh, a bit about something that I had posted on Instagram recently, and actually a client of mine had mentioned it to me in a, a recent session, a recent um, coaching call together. And it was about ambition. So I'd done a post saying that people people who aren't ambitious bore me, which sounds kind of mean, but bear with me. And she was saying to me, she was like, I don't feel like I'm ambitious anymore. And we were talking, because in my mind I was like, no, she's, she's totally ambitious, right? Like she invested in, in me and she's doing the work and everything. Uh, I, I know that at her core, she is ambitious. And as we talked about it, I realized what was, uh, what it really was. It was productivity or how we view productivity, at least like in America. I can only speak to America. I've only lived in America um, but how, how we view productivity and how we often link incorrectly ambition and the ability to just, you know, get more shit done and, and hustle and grind and, and all of that. So let me first say that uh, what I, how I like to, um, how I like to think of ambition and what i meant in my instagram post is not that people who you know not that i have anything fundamentally against people who don't have big dreams and goals it's just more that i i don't really i feel like i don't have a lot in common with people who are just okay with settling and like allowing life to happen to them. So I, I do, like I have gotten better as someone who loves to be in control. I have gotten a lot better about not needing to control everything all of the time, but I also want to create my own destiny, right? So that, that is sort of what I mean, like the people who I love to mastermind with, to be in community with, to, you know, digitally hang out with are all people who have some sort of ambition, even if it's vastly different than what my end goal looks like, right? They might want way more money than what I'm, you know, hoping to, to get from my business, or they might not even, you know, or, or maybe it's a less, or maybe they want an entirely different kind of business, or maybe it's not even a business at all. Like one of, one of my very good friends is an amazing nurse and she has big dreams and goals and it's, they're not really centered around, uh, a normal, like business, like a, a digital, you know, online type business. It's, completely in a different realm it's the realm of like nursing like inclusive nursing all of that and she has she has ambition she has goals and it's exciting uh for me to you know see what she's up to see what she's doing uh even when it's a struggle even when she's like I don't know when this is going to happen I don't know when this is going to come to fruition I feel really frustrated right it's it's just that essence of knowing that she doesn't want to just allow life to happen to her and settle for whatever comes her way she wants to you know have have autonomy like have ownership over her life and influence her own path in a in a really positive healthy way and I imagine if you're here, you're not offended anyways because chances are, if you're here, you do have goals and ambitions and you're not just laying on your couch randomly listening to a business podcast if you don't give two shits about having a thriving business, right? and Whatever thriving looks like to you, but like you want more and it's okay to want more. So I don't imagine I've offended anyone here. But what I realized is, we have, and it, this wasn't my first re- like time of, of realizing this, but it was v- illuminated in my conversation with my client, is that we often get ambition and productivity uh, it, like entwined with each other, right? entangled with each other. So usually we like what what we uh, fettered out in our conversation, was that she has taken on a slower pace this year. And especially, you know, since the onset of COVID in the US, she has two daughters and a working husband. And she had kind of like slowed down and stepped back from her business. And then we worked together to restructure it and figure out the next way forward. And then we might even come back back around in the future to figure out, okay, now what is, like, now that we've got this new way going, what does that, the next, then, like, the next level of your business look like after that? And, and really work that out and create a plan for that. So, uh, it, it wasn't that she had lost her ambition. It wasn't that she had closed up shop and was like, you know what, forget it. I actually. I don't want to have a business. I don't want to be an entrepreneur. I don't, I don't even want to like work or or do whatever. I, I'm just going to be home with my, with my daughters. Like it, she wasn't saying that she was saying I've been less productive and therefore I feel like I've lost my ambition. And I was kind of like, oh, this actually, I, I need to talk about this in the podcast because I think this is a really, really big thing that people struggle with. So actually on our call, I was like, hang on, let me jot a note. I'm going to be recording some podcasts soon. And I want to make sure I don't forget about this because this is, this is good. So a lot of times I find we view the time we put into our business, the amount of to-dos we cross off, all of that, as, you know, th- that is making us worthy in some way. If we just do more, then we deserve our success more. Then we, you know, it proves that we we want it more, that we are willing to hustle and grind, that we are willing to do, you know, whatever it takes. And what I realize is that, uh, and and I've realized this in myself because this was definitely something that I used to buy into as well. It was like, well, if I have this goal, I better be doing everything possible to hit that goal. I, you know, even if it means I'm neglecting my health, even if it means I'm not being as present for my family, even if it means I am putting aside things that I, love to do, it will all be worth it when I hit this goal. Because I am an ambitious person, because I've pretty much always viewed myself as an ambitious person, that uh, if I am not producing, then I'm not living into the label, the persona that I've created for myself. And guess where that ended up with, you know, like, guess, guess where that led me? to burnout, to really bad burnout at the end of 2016. And I realized that what I had been doing was working in my business, trying to produce, trying to hit goals, to make myself feel worthy of my success, of the money I was making, of the accomplishments, of the awards, of the incentives I was earning, of all of that. And it really, 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 really sucked. It really sucked. Uh, and you would think that I would immediately learn my lesson. I did not. In 2017, I was still, I was still hustling. And finally, uh, towards, you know, like in Q3 of 2017, I was like, enough is enough. This isn't working and I need to change things. And that is when I started the business I currently have, my coaching practice. And I've had to spend the last three years unlearning that mindset. And, you know, you don't, you don't unlearn something that you have been conditioned your whole life. You don't unlearn that in a week, right? It's, it's totally impossible. And even if, even for those, you know, if, if somebody were listening to this, who was like, I know I, I just like to listen to you talk Erica I, I actually don't have any ambitions or goals I just I don't know I like the sound of your voice or something I mean bless your heart but um <laughs> I feel bad if I'm wasting your time Uh, no. but in, in seriousness if there was somebody who was like you know I, I have friends who who I love and I adore and uh and, and they they don't want to be entrepreneurs I, I you know which is totally fine I don't believe everyone should be um they they don't work They are with their kids, or they homeschool, and they're awesome. They are amazing moms and amazing humans and amazing friends, but by the sheer fact that they have grown up in America, in, you know, our, like, our society that makes productivity a religion, even in their day-to-day, right, they, it's like, okay, well, how much am I accomplishing? what am I getting done? Like how, how on top of things am I? Like how, how does my house look? How, how am I doing with like meal planning? Uh, how am I doing with homeschooling? Like how am I doing with all of these things? Right. It's this constant pressure to produce. And I actually had a sort of an interesting revelation recently, which was around, I was like thinking around, um, you know, how COVID has really impacted like moms, especially with virtual learning. And then I was starting to think about, you know, like when we have like our, our weird policies on like maternity and paternity leave and just like all of that. And I was kind of going down this mental rabbit hole and realizing that, oh, you know, when you, when you are somebody who is pregnant and especially towards the end of your pregnancy, It's very hard to be productive, right? You're really tired and, uh, you know, you might have some like brain fog. It's very hard to produce. And then you have that baby and your body needs to heal and you're caring for a helpless infant. And again, you can't really be super productive. And so if you look at our values as a nation We are saying in our our lack of care for birthing people and their immediate families, when you are not producing, you are not valuable to our society. And therefore, we are not going to support you. We are not going to help you. We are not going to give you the time and space you need. Or if we do give it to you, we're going to make sure that you aren't compensated during that time to be able to fully support yourself, right? Right if you aren't producing, you aren't valuable. And in my, you know, mind, uh, like rabbit hole, my, my mental rabbit hole, I was starting to think this way about like children instead, like American children. Cause again, American children are not, we're not producing anything for the overall economy while we are kids. Right. So we don't, we don't really value kids either. And you could say like, oh, we, of course we do. But if you look at our actual policies, we don't, right? There's a difference between saying and doing, right? It's like that that thing of, you know, like like actions speak louder than words, right? If you look at our actions in America, we do not value children. We do not, uh, as a society, care for all American children. And I really think it's because they don't produce. And so we become obsessed, just aggressively obsessed with what we can get done in a day, what we can produce, how many to-dos we can cross off, how far we can push our bodies and our brains and our spirits and all of that in the name of, you know, progress, essentially. And what I've had to unlearn and then, you know, replace those with like new new beliefs and new thoughts and new ways of being is that to be ambitious and to be productive are not the same thing. I still have huge dreams and goals as I imagine you do. And a lot of the people in your life do, whether they are entrepreneurs or, or not. I believe that generally as humans we want something bigger and something more for ourselves. We want our lives to have meaning and purpose and we want to feel successful and accomplished in whatever whatever path that we choose for ourselves. But it is not healthy and not really possible to just be constantly doing and producing. We need rest. And I know, thankfully, there seems to be now a a trend of um, people I follow and, and people that I look up to and, you know, and everything who are saying, you know, self-care is important. And self-care isn't always, you know, baths and pedicures, even though those are some of my top favorite forms of self-care. But self-care is, you know, napping. It's turning your phone off and reading a book. It's going for a walk. It's being more present. And that rest is essential. So I feel like there is a paradigm shift here, but I really wanted to record this episode to remind you, because again, I imagine you probably view yourself as a fairly ambitious person, that Whether or not you hit a goal does not make you worthy of your dreams and your desires and your ambition. And however many, you know, kajillions of to-dos you can get done in a week also doesn't make you more worthy. Because honestly, there have been many times, and I can still easily fall into this trap, of just wanting to get stuff done. But if I get a bird's eye view, I have to look and say, mm, is this actually getting me closer to my goals though? Or have I just grown up in a culture that is obsessed with productivity so it feels like it I'll get this like dopamine hit if I can check this thing off my to-do list? Even if it really isn't going to matter to my bottom line, even if it doesn't get me closer to my goals, it just feels good because again... I've been conditioned to be obsessed with productivity. So I would encourage you, if you haven't already, start to just be mindful, right? We can't, we can't unlearn something until we're aware, like acutely aware of it, right? I had to be aware of it and then keep fighting it for a bit before I could be like, you know what? it's time to unlearn, right? I was I was mindful of it for about six months before I finally was like, yeah, I need a different way. I, can't, I just can't, I can't keep going like this. So start being mindful of where are you becoming obsessed with productivity? And obviously we need to get things done to move our businesses forward. And I have an episode coming up soon with Shante Grant that is going to be amazing, that is all about how you can be more intentional in your days and get to the other side of busy, so I hope you'll tune in to that. But really look at, you know, why am I doing this thing? Is it because I think I should, or is it because it will actually get me closer to my goals? And just know that no one is looking over your shoulder at your to-do list. And even if they were, who is that person, right? Do they actually get a say in your business, Or are you the CEO of your business? And I would just think of it like that. And then any of those times that you are maybe getting down on yourself because you're like, I'm really exhausted and I feel like I need to rest. I feel like I'm not focusing very clearly. And you're starting to judge yourself because you're like, I shouldn't rest. I need to do these things or I feel like I need to do these things. Just be mindful. And then examine it. Do you really need to do them? What's the minimum thing that you could do to keep moving your business forward, right? What is what is actually that minimum? And what is just noise that is brought on by the, the pressure of maybe other people you see online? Maybe you think, oh, I need to do that challenge too, because I've seen three people this week talk about doing challenges. Maybe I need to do a challenge. Maybe I need to do a webinar. Maybe I should start posting more on LinkedIn. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. Just get curious. Should you? Should you really? Is that going to really matter? Is that going to get you closer to your goals? Is your work going to be quality when you're just pushing through, even though you're exhausted? Chances are, probably not. So my hope is that you would go forth and know that you could be ambitious. You can have big dreams and goals. You can want an amazing magical, wonderful life for yourself. But that doesn't mean that you need to be productive all the time in order to achieve it or in order to be worthy of it. And unlearning this is an ongoing process. You will not always get it right. But I really believe that the way to have a thriving, sustainable business for the long term is to have a business that glorifies connection and rest and joy and service and not just productivity for the sake of checking things off your list. So I hope you found this helpful. Uh, If you did, feel free to share it with a friend, tag me on Instagram at Erica Tebbins Consulting, and as always, happy selling. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Sell It Sister podcast. If you loved it and you want more, be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And then head on over to sellitsisterhood.com to join my free Facebook community group. And as your mama said, sharing is caring. So if you got a lot of value out of this episode, be sure to share it with your biz besties too. Okay? Now get out there and sell it, sister.